Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. This is the EWN Radio Network. Welcome to Brain Lady Speaks with Julie Anderson. Julie Brain Lady Anderson is considered to be one of the nation's top experts on the brain personality connection. She has been inspiring her audiences to fire up their brains and ignite positive changes in their relationships. And now she is here to bring that knowledge to you. The information she shares will help those who hear it to accelerate their success in life and business through the discovery of their natural gifts and maximizing their brain power. When you learn to tap into the potential of your natural gifts and the power of the brain-mind connection, there is no limit to what you can accomplish. Today and every Wednesday on Brain Lady Speaks, you'll explore the latest findings to see how they have practical application in your life. And now, get ready to join Julie Anderson on the Brain Lady Speaks radio show. Take it away, Julie. Welcome, everyone, to the Brain Lady Speaks radio show. This is Brain Lady Julie. How are you this morning? What a lovely morning. If you're listening live, I apologize. We are getting a little late start here uh, between having a few technical difficulties because I'm calling in from, uh, I'm running this from a hotel room because I was out doing a a keynote this morning and I had a, a lot of people come up to me afterwards, which is always a good thing. You know, you want to continue to make those connections and do the networking afterwards and of course, uh, explain more and talk more about your passion which I always love to do. However, that got me back to the hotel room to run the show a little bit late. So I apologize for that. If you are tying in, uh, trying to tap into this on a live broadcast this Wednesday morning, I apologize for getting started a few minutes late here. And then I had a little bit of trouble connecting on my tablet, running it remotely. So, you know, but it's all good. It's all good. You got to be happy. You got to be really happy, especially because that's the topic. That's what we're going to be talking about today. It's kind of that, that neuroscience of happiness. And I wanted to do it on kind of a part two. Um, Last week, I had an amazing conversation with Kim Yancey and he was the, he had started up the happiness project and he just has done some wonderful things. And I so enjoyed that conversation with him so enjoy the things that he had to share with the listeners. If you didn't get a chance to listen to that, go back and listen to the neuroscience of happiness. The, the first one that I did, which was the interview with, uh, with Kim Yancey, you will thoroughly enjoy it. The man's energy is amazing and his knowledge is incredible. And I just love some of the things that he shared. So I encourage you to do that, but it also, it just, it it, there's just so much to talk about. <laughs> You know, there's so much to talk about when we talk about the brain, especially in this field, because it's, it's growing so rapidly and the, the more that they're finding out psychologists and neuropsychologists and neuroscientists about the brain chemistry and how our thought processes affect our brain, it, uh, it's, it's just, it's, it's amazing. And there's so much to talk about. So I really wanted to continue that conversation today and just give some additional, uh, additional keys. Kim shared with us his top five, you know, the five things that he really feels will help to increase your happiness as an individual and really, you know, help you to, to just live a happier life in general. And I wanted to, I wanted to continue on that myself and bring out some points from some of the latest research that is coming out and some of the findings that I have, that I've been delving into myself and share some of that with the audience today. So a lot more on actual tangibles, like real things that you can go out and do right now, right now today 
that you can include as part in part of your life today to be able to increase increase your happiness level. And happiness is contagious. It's contagious. I briefly mentioned last week, I, I threw out their mirror neurons, and you've probably heard me talk about this before on the show. I love mirror neurons. They're these little things, these little neurons in our brain that their specific job is to mirror what they see. And this comes in huge when we're showing empathy to individuals. You know, when, when someone starts to cry or someone's emotional, those mirror neurons kick into gear and they help us to feel what they are feeling. They help us to reflect that emotion. And by doing so, it gives them, it gives you the ability to be empathetic to them and to show care and to show love for those, for those individuals. But on a, a not as serious, well, it depends on how you look at it because happiness is serious, right? It can actually make your life longer. And of course, obviously more enjoyable while you're living it. But uh, on, on a lighter note, I guess is probably a better way to put it. Those mirror mirror neurons also kick into gear when someone smiles at you or when you smile at someone. Uh, they kick into gear when, when there's laughter. There's a whole uh, movement now called laughter yoga, and it, it just it cracks me up. <laughs> you know, it makes me want to laugh because of what they're, what they're doing and what they're finding out that we can do to manipulate our brain in a positive way. And what this is, is you're literally, you can, you can try this. The premise is that when somebody is laughing, your mirror neurons are going to kick into gear. So if you are, if you just look at a person straight in their eyes, just look straight at them. It, it, to begin with, if it's somebody that you know, (laughs) most of the time you can't look at them for very long before both of you start to laugh. But if you do that and you just, you force yourself to begin to laugh, you will find that it starts, you both start laughing, period, period. Um, a good example is Kim Yancey. It's, it's kind of funny. We were doing some, back to, to his interview last week, he mentioned that we were both at a platinum uh, a platinum event together. And he was doing some filming and he says, okay, I want everybody to laugh. And he wanted the laughter for the film, right, for this film clip that he was doing. And so we're all, you've got 100 people in the room, and we're all just start, you know, forcing ourselves to laugh, right, fake laugh. It was only a fake laugh for a matter of seconds. Because then as we all started looking at each other laughing, we began to laugh a genuine laugh. It was it was genuine. And so then when he was ready to stop filming, he was like, okay, you can stop. And we didn't stop. We continued to laugh because it, it, we were able to, you know, that, that once you got it going, your brain just kept going with it. So it's, it's a great way. Laughter therapy is amazing. And laughter therapy will make you happy because laughter does induce in, endorphin production in your brain. And endorphins make you happy. Uh, That's just the way it is. That is just the way it is. I often tell people when I'm doing my topic on discussing mindset and all of that, and I I tell people, you know what, I don't care if you're laughing at me or you're laughing with me. It really doesn't matter. If you're laughing at me because you think I'm an absolutely ridiculous person, guess what? You're laughing. You're laughing. And that is producing positive chemical changes in your brain. And we like that. I like that. That's what we want to do. That's the whole idea. That's the game plan. So at any rate, that's a little bit on laughter. Uh, Laughter, I I, I think I have some statistics later about about laughter. Actually, I think what I want to do is I want to do an entire show on laughter because there's so much neuroscience coming out of that. so we'll do that in the future. We'll come back and we'll laugh some more in, on another show. But for now, we're, let's kind of get into some of this, some of the additional research that has what science is helping us to understand things that genuinely make people happy. Uh, I love this quote by Abraham Lincoln. He said, most folks are usually about as happy as they make up their minds to be. 
So it really is a thought process, right? It is a, a way of thinking. It is a, a way of going, okay, how do we, how can we be happier? You know, and sometimes I, I, you could almost put this as most people, most folks are usually about as miserable as they make up their minds to be, because a lot of it is a mindset. I have a program called change your mind and it's uh, steps for a healthier, happier mindset in life. And I'm going to share some of those, those steps today, those habits today, but it really comes down to that. It, you can change your way of thinking. There are some people I've had people tell me, you know, well, you're just naturally a happy person. Okay. I I will give you that. I will absolutely give you that. Um, My mom, when I was growing up, I can remember she always called me her little Pollyanna. And for those of you who are in, in my age range, you know, in your 40s or 50s, you might remember the Disney movie that was called Pollyanna. And this Disney character, if not, it was a really cute, clean movie. I suggest you watch it. Um, it it's just a really cute movie. But the, the premise is this little girl named Pollyanna. She was just a happy little girl. And no matter what awful things happened to her life. Actually, there was something in the movie at the end that kind of took her happiness momentarily. But for the most part, uh, she just always wanted to make people happy. And she was always happy herself. She was always smiling. And uh, that was me. So uh, yes, I get it. I will give it to you that I have always just kind of been that more positive, happier person. And I tend to look at the, you know, the, the silver lining all the time. Uh, the glass is always has something in it. I don't care if it's just a little teeny tiny bit at the bottom. That's what I focus on. But there are ways. So some people do come by it naturally. However, there are ways. Science is telling us. Science is showing us. Neuroscience is showing us that there are definitely tangible things that you can literally do in your day-to-day life that will increase your happiness. And you also, at the same time, you don't want to overthink it because sometimes in that race to find out, you know, what brings us joy, we actually get stressed out, you know, and we don't want to do that. We want to do real life strategies, real life things that, <clears throat> that will help us to achieve happiness. And one of those things was just kind of expanding on something that, that was in our conversation last week about happiness is trying to do so much now that lose the joy of living today. So we really, when you study society, especially Western culture, there is a huge, you know, just a huge drive for success. And the thought process is you, you go to a good college, you know, you do well in school so you can get into a good college, you get into a good college so that you can get a good job. You get a good job so that you can, uh, you know, have the things that you want and so that you can set yourself up for a really good pension when the time comes for you to retire. And a lot of people have this mindset in their 20s and their 30s and even into their 30s that, you know, I have to work as hard as I can now. I have to put in the overtime. I have to do all of these things now that I can enjoy my retirement so that I can enjoy my future. Or I'll work super hard in my 30s or my 20s and my 30s so that I can enjoy my 40s and my 50s. Well, the problem with that is, is when we keep delaying that our happiness, we keep delaying that gratification of just living in the now, we, we, in order to get things done, thinking that we're going to be happier later, that delaying process can wind going on forever. Turning into turning people into workers that, in the long run, actually damages the very success that people are seeking. Uh, one of the things that they are studying is multitasking. You know, multitasking or trying to accomplish a lot of things all at once is instead of helping us to accomplish things faster, is actually keeping us from doing things well. And since we're not doing them well, we have to do them over and over again. So our performance does not reach our highest level. We get burned out. And you see this happening a lot. 
And then there's this dissolution, you know, you, you work really hard so that you can make the money and you, you and your spouse have this amazing career so that you can make the money so that you can put. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Put your kids in a good school so that you can buy your dream home. And then you're so busy working to pay for it that you can't sit there and enjoy it. Right? Think about that. Think about that. I sometimes drive through neighborhoods. And Kim said this yesterday, you said this last week, that they drove through neighborhoods to kind of think about who lives there and, you know, what do they do. When I drive through those neighborhoods where there are those big, fancy, gorgeous houses, I drive past I, one of the paths that I take to get to my, my salon, you know, that I go to to get my, these, these beautiful gray hairs covered up. <laughs> But I take this path, you know, every six weeks or so. And along this path, I go through on, along this road, Auburn Falls Road in Northern California. For anybody who knows the area, I drive through Granite Bay. Well, Granite Bay is this very affluent, very, very affluent area. There's, you know, big gated communities with these big multi-multi-million dollar homes. As a matter of fact, Eddie Murphy owned a home in Los Logos, which is one of the, one of the gated communities that I drive right past. So you can just imagine these homes are big and gorgeous and beautiful. And some of them have these just ornate fences and gates and you can see the home and these homes have to be, I, I don't know, they're resort size. They're gigantic, right? They probably are those homes that have, you know, 10 bedrooms and 20 bathrooms and all of that. And do you know, I almost never see activity. I almost never see activity in those homes during the day. And it's not like I'm stalking them. I don't want you to think that I sit outside their fence and watch. But there's not kids running around in the yard playing and laughing. You know, there aren't people out, you know, working in the yard. It, it, where are they? What are they doing? Are they working so hard to achieve their happiness that they can't even enjoy what it is that we've got. Kind of interesting. Uh, <clears throat> a, a, an individual who was studying at Harvard, studying uh, this whole idea of happiness, he was saying that slowing down and focusing on what is happening right in front of you right now, being present instead of always having your mind on the next best thing will make you much more successful. He says expressions like live in the moment and carpe diem sound like cliches, yet science backs them up robustly. Research shows that remaining present rather than consistently focusing on what you have to do next will make you more productive and happier and moreover will give you the elusive quality we attribute to the most successful people, charisma. Right. So it, it's it's interesting. It's very, very interesting. A study of 5000 people, um, a psychologist, Matthew Killingsworth and Daniel Gilbert at, at Harvard did this study of 5000 people. And they said that adults only the adults spend only about 50 percent of their time, half their time in the present moment. In other words, we are mentally checked out half the time. In addition to measuring when people's minds were wandering, the science collected information on happiness levels. They found that when we are in the present moment, we are also at our happiest. 
no matter what we are doing. In other words, even if you are engaging in an activity you usually find unpleasant, you are happier when you are 100% consumed in that activity than when you are thinking about something else while doing so. Kind of interesting. I tell people to practice um, mindful meditation. And you know what? I'm looking at the clock and thinking, oh, my goodness, we have to go to our first break. So we're going to pick up on this thought and mindful meditation um, when we come back from break. But I, I, I think this is a really interesting thing to to think about and talk about and to, to really dwell on. So join me after the break on the Brain Lady Speaks radio show. With her thorough understanding of brain chemistry, Julie Anderson provides you with tools and processes that will change your life in a positive way. Julie uniquely blends science and psychology when she shares her knowledge and information with businesses, entrepreneurs, women's groups, and families to improve workplace morale and productivity, parents creating dynamic relationships with their children, and women achieving more in life and business. Julie Anderson will be right back with the Brain Lady Speaks radio show. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. One of my mottos for business owners is, you can't do it alone. Whether you're in the startup stage of your business or you're scaling, you can't grow without relationships to provide support, wisdom, and new customers. eWomen Network is your home to connect with other women entrepreneurs who have been where you are or are experiencing the same challenges. We have chapters across the U.S. and Canada that have monthly events, featuring our trademarked process called Accelerated Networking to ensure you get the contacts, resources, and leads you need to grow your business. And once you become a member, you get many benefits, including two one-on-one coaching sessions, unlimited access to our membership database, your own personal profile page, and discounts on products and services with our business partners, such as UPS and American Express Open. Join the eWomen Network community and let us help you live your dream. For details, visit eWomenNetwork.com. Are you ready to take your information, wisdom, and experience onto the stage, but you're not sure how? Do you wonder just how to craft a compelling message that creates huge impact and the income of your dreams? If so, then you need to join us on our webinar, How to Triple Your Income Through Speaking, where you'll finally learn step-by-step what it actually takes to make money speaking. You're also going to learn what stops speakers from having an engaged audience that wants to buy, and you'll learn how to have the confidence to get out there and make a big difference on ideal stages. Look, it's time to stop letting your fears get the better of you and step into your power with a message that rocks the world. Register today for your free webinar, How to Triple Your Income Through Speaking, with me, Karen McGregor, at SpeakerSuccessFormula.com. Welcome back to the Brain Lady Speaks radio show with Julie Anderson. By including the latest scientific research on the brain-personality connection, Julie Brain Lady Anderson provides her clients with the all-important why behind what people do and how they think. The information she shares will help those who hear to accelerate their success in life and business through the discovery of their natural gifts and maximizing their brain power. Here again is your host, Julie Anderson, on the Brain Lady Speaks radio show. Welcome back. Welcome back. Okay. So diving back into what we were talking about before, being completely present, you can train your brain. Your brain is so malleable, it's not even funny. You can train your brain to do anything, and it does not matter how old you are. You do not have to be young. You do not have to have any special gifts. You can train your brain to do anything. It has the ability to rewire itself. It has the ability to create new neural pathways. Fascinating research on this topic. So you can train your brain to do the mindfulness, to do the mindful meditation. And I liked last week when this topic came up in the conversation, Kim made the comment that he's not a meditator. Like he doesn't like to like sit and meditate. And I'm the same way. I'm more of an extrovert and those with more extroverted brains, if you've listened to the sections on the, you know, on the radio show about understanding the brain personality connection and introversion and extroversion. You'll know that the extroverts need more to keep their brain 
engaged. And keep they need more stimulus or our brains fall asleep. So sitting down and doing this, you know, 10 minutes or whatever it is of this very clear the mind that of, you know, meditation, that is not at all what I'm talking about here. We're talking about actually being mindful. We're talking about taking a couple of minutes and you can do this every day and it's not that difficult. Sit in a comfortable position, put your feet, plant your feet squarely on, on the floor, on the ground. And just for a few minutes, think about absolutely everything you are feeling and sensing at that moment. This is not a clear mind. This is actually an activate your mind. This is a feel the ground beneath your feet. You know, feel, what does that feel like? Feel the ground beneath your feet. Work your way up through your, you know, go from your toes to your feet, to your heels, to your ankles, to your calves, to your knees. I mean, just feel every sensation in your body at that moment. This is a great way, by the way, if you are working with autoimmune disorders or different types of physical ailments that you do a daily check-in on how you're feeling and compare it to your diet or your exercise or whatever. <clears throat> but as you're training yourself to do this, you, you know, once you've gone through everything that your body is feeling, think about your brain. What emotion are you feeling? Um, internally, what's, what are you thinking about? What's going on in your life right now that is tapping your energy or is feeding you? What, what's going on? Uh, what's the atmosphere in the area that, you, you know, in the, literally in the room that you're sitting in? This is a great thing to do when you're outside in the good weather. It's wonderful because you're able to, you know, hear and sense all of the amazing surroundings outside. And being in nature, <clears throat> I'm going to talk about this a little bit if we get time to get to it. Being in nature is increases the endorphins in your brain. It's actually very healthy for your brain. So if you just exercise outside, it's a very good thing to do as well. And just pay attention to everything that your body is experiencing at that moment. And you can go a little bit deeper and think about the emotional end of things. You know, am I under a lot of stress right now? If I'm under a lot of stress right now, what is the source of that stress? Is that stress that I am putting on myself? Am I causing the stresses? In other words, am I expecting too much out of me? Have I put too much on my plate? Uh, am I reacting incorrectly to to messages or signals that have been coming from significant people in my life. It, it gives you the ability to do this, this mindfulness thinking or meditation just once a day and you put this into habit. It gives you this recheck and reset everything in your life. And it allows you to kind of clear that clutter. Uh, there's other things that I'm going to tell you about on today that will help with clearing the clutter as well, but this, the, the emotional clutter, but this is a great way to, to just be present in that moment. And the more you do this, the more you train your brain to do it like instantly. So if you find yourself, you start doing this on a daily basis. And, and now what winds up happening is you're driving down the street and you, you find that your shoulders are kind of up at your, up at your ears, you know, you're tense for some reason, or you're not very happy. You're able to almost instantly tap internally and figure out what it is that's causing you that lack of joy. Almost instantly, because once you have done this for a month, you've trained your brain. Your brain now gets it, and it gets it fast. And it can go through this process really, really fast, and it can identify the stressors really, really fast. And so you now have, you're able to know what's stressing you, and then you can set in the plan to figure out, you know, how do I, how do I get out of this stress situation? So it's very functional to be able to learn to do this, this mindful meditation. Okay, so that's one thing. Um, science is also showing, we're going to go on to, to number two of my absolute favorite, excuse me for just a moment. <clears throat> have a little tickle in my throat. Um, <clears> throat> of my absolute favorites that I really, really like to highlight to people. And it's interesting because just uh, Wednesday, no, <clears throat> this is Wednesday, <laughs> Monday, I was uh, speaking in front of a group and someone asked me what the effect of technology was doing on the, on our brains. And it, it's, it's, it led me perfectly into this next point that I'm, that I'm going to share with you because technology is causing a ton of stress. 
a ton of deep internal stress and subconscious stress that we don't even realize is happening. They're finding that individuals who have home, in other words, maybe work nine to five. And I know that I've got a lot of entrepreneurs on the, on the show, but you can fall into this category too, because entrepreneurs are as guilty as it, of it as everything else, because so much of our, so much of our day-to-day activity has to do with social media and advertising on social media. If you're, if you're an entrepreneur and inter- interacting and things like that. And we watch our, we watch our emails a lot because we're like, okay, you know, what happens if this client calls contacts me or, or this lead contacts me. So we almost make ourselves more stressful. Psychologists are saying that all of this technology and the ability to, uh, Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, to constantly check is causing us a lot of stress. It is stressing us out. It's also having, uh, uh, it's playing with our emotions in terms of real relationships versus perceived relationships and whatnot. But that's that's another show. Um, but in terms of happiness, because we're talking about the neuroscience of happiness, we take away from our happiness. We're constantly checking we're con- because we get anxious over it. And we may not even realize that we're getting anxious over it. But if you think about it in the past, <clears throat> Before social media, before even before emails, you know, because there were the the whole email system, and and then we went from you know email into social media. But before all this activity on on the net, you know, when you were in sales or you were in some kind of business, you 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 picked up the phone and you called people, and you didn't call them every five minutes right? You called them, you left a message or you talked to them or they said, Hey, I'll call you tomorrow or whatever the, the case may be. And that's what you did. And you didn't, um, <clears throat> you know, you weren't constantly anxious about checking to see, Hey, has this person responded or, you know, are, are, are they listening? Are they, are they, wait, did they send me that message on Facebook or, Oh wait, I made a post. I made this, I did Facebook live this morning. How many people wound up watching it later, right? We do this to ourselves. <clears throat> By co- and what, what this does is, is it causes us a great deal of, act, of anxiety. And that anxiety is a happiness drainer. Happiness drainers. Um, according to this same group of Harvard researchers, they said one of the greatest exercises <clears throat> in being present and joy is to spend half a day or whole day on a technology fast, ideally in nature without a schedule. Remember I said nature, right? This means no screen time, none at all. <laughs> uh, let your mind rest and relax. Take aimless walks, contemplate the sky. This may feel strange at first, uh, but you can even start to to see this, you know, maybe you'll be, maybe that alone being away from technology might cause you a little bit of, of stress in the beginning uh, because your brain's kind of thinking, wait a minute, I'm not doing anything. It may make you a little uncomfortable. It's kind of a stretch, but see if you can, if you can make it pass, see if you can take this half day or this whole day uh, through, get through that. It's kind of like when you go on a diet, you know, the first few days on a diet, you're like, you're hangry, right? You're hungry and you're angry <laughs> and you have to get past that, right? So it's kind of the same thing. It's a, it's a phase that you have to get through. 
because it will take the mind, it'll take your brain time to kind of settle down and learn to relax. Learn to relax. Get away from technology. Uh, don't fight against those urges to check your Facebook constantly, to check your emails constantly. And technology works against us in this because now with our smartphones, you know, this, this wasn't as easy 10 years ago before we had the smartphones. You know, when we had the old flip phones, you know, and you had to even texting, you didn't even text that much because texting was a pain in the butt, right? Because you had to, you had your, your keys and, and what was it? It was like the number two key was A, B, and C and that just like old telephones, you know, and the number three key was, you know, D, E, and F. So in order to text it, it took a lot of thought and a lot of effort. So the texts were short and we didn't do it as often. It just wasn't something that we did as often because of that. Well, now we have these amazing smartphones that are great for entrepreneurs. Oh, oh my goodness. They were there. They are just the, the greatest tool when you're in business, right? But it means that the business never leaves your side. It means that you can't ever take this technology faster, this technology break, because every single time somebody posts something on Facebook, if you have those notifications on, your phone buzzes, right? <clears throat> so get rid of all those notifications. That's, that's the first thing you want to do. Get rid of all of those notifications. You don't need to respond immediately. You do not need to respond immediately. You need to respond in a timely manner, but you don't have to respond immediately. That is getting your brain trained for that instant gratification. And that's not a good thing. That's not a good thing. That's not healthy for the brain. So turn off the notifications and just have set into your schedule that there are certain times that you are going to check and certain times that, that you are going to, you know, once a day, unless you have a really important email coming in, only check it once a day. If you work a nine to five job, don't check your emails on the evenings and weekends unless it is something really, really important. They're finding that this is happening more and more with just the average worker. And it's sad because in terms of what that does for their climbing up the corporate ladder, so to speak, they're, they're not, the numbers are not showing that it's that important. Now, obviously, if you have, if you're waiting for something specific or you're in the middle of a deal, that, that's a little different. I'll give you a one-off on that. <laughs> but in general, when you go home from work with, as, as a nine-to-fiver, as a, you know, a corporate person or a, you know, a worker, wherever that, whatever that looks like, leave work at work. Take your evenings to be you and to relax and to decide to be happy, to sit out in nature, to go for a walk in nature. They've done studies and there's a significant increase in happiness and a significant decrease in stress more when you exercise, right? We know this. We know that exercise is huge. Exercise is one of the things that Kim mentioned yesterday. Exercise is something that uh, <clears throat> there was a, a recent a Scientific American Mind article that it it was it, it's called it had highlighted the exercise cure, and that is that is what it was saying that the exercise they're finding exercise is the cure for depression in a lot of cases. So exercise is amazing, um, especially if that exercise can can be a walk in nature. But do that on the evenings and the weekends. Leave the emails at work. Again, unless it's something very specific and very important. And this is a hard thing for entrepreneurs to do. Uh, I know I'm kind of, it sounds like I might be beating, beating a dead horse, but I want you to really understand as entrepreneurs, we're kind of on call seven days a week, right? It, we're just always there. But you need to set specific times it, of the day or of the weekend when, like for me, I, I'm out on Sundays. I'm out. I do not check my emails on Sundays. My Sundays are for my husband. We are together on Sundays, and I don't want that to be interrupted with anything business. Sometimes I'm traveling for business, and that may take me away on a weekend for the primarily. Sundays, it is out. It is out. I don't check my emails. I don't even turn on my computer half the time. 
because that that is our that is our time and that creates bonding in our marriage it's a wonderful thing to do and it's not necessary for the life of my business to be that attached <clears throat> at a certain time at night generally around eight o'clock i'm out again it, it, unless i am expecting unless there's something really important that I need to connect on, you know, because I'm speaking tomorrow and I need to talk to somebody today and they haven't called me and it's after eight o'clock and they call, of course, I'm obviously going to take the call. But other than that, it is not going to kill my business to answer that phone or to answer that email or to wait until tomorrow to answer that phone or that email if they call or email after seven or eight o'clock in the evening. And in all honesty, if that's the way my business has to be, I don't want to be in that business. It's not going to put you in a happy place. So really start thinking about how can I take a technology fast, a technology break, and stop feeling overly anxious. So turn off the notifications on your phone and restrict the amount of time that you allow yourself to to check or to spend on on technology and the internet. All right. We got to go to our second break. Uh, so join me after the break on the Brain Lady Speaks Radio Show. That will change your life in a positive way. Julie uniquely blends science and psychology when she shares her knowledge and information with businesses, entrepreneurs, women's groups, and families to improve workplace morale and productivity, parents creating dynamic relationships with their children, and women achieving more in life and business. Julie Anderson will be right back with the Brain Lady Speaks Radio Show. I'm looking for a certain kind of woman, and I think you know her. She's an entrepreneur that is highly connected, successful, significant in her own industry, and considered the go-to woman in her community. She's received so much from so many women in business, she's ready to give back to others on their journey, lifting as she climbs. Hi, this is Sandra Yancey, and I'm the founder and CEO of eWomen Network. I'm looking to connect with the woman I've just described who lives in your community so that we might have a conversation about how eWomen Network's proven success system can provide her a platform to elevate her success and ability to support women in business. Our international community of managing directors are influencing the speed of success for women in business around the world. If that sounds like something that you want to be part of or know someone we should talk with, send an email to managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. That's managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. And let's start the conversation. Hey, everyone. This is Brain Lady Anderson, Julie Anderson. I wanted to talk to you about something super exciting Radio show with Julie Anderson. By including the latest scientific research on the brain personality connection, Julie Brain Lady Anderson provides her clients with the all important why behind what people do and how they think. 
The information she shares will help those who hear to accelerate their success in life and business through the discovery of their natural gifts and maximizing their brain power. Here again is your host, Julie Anderson, on the Brain Lady Speaks radio show. Welcome back. Welcome back. Okay, this is the last segment of the show. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to go through um, some fun things because there's a lot more that I, that I want to discuss and some things that I found in some amazing articles that I wanted to uh, share with you. And this is the last segment, and I hope you're still with me because we've got a lot of little techniques that you can do um, <clears throat> that, that will increase your happiness. Okay? So, one, make happiness your goal. So we've talked about, uh, about wanting to be more happy. Actually put it down as a goal. Put it on your, on your vision board. We've talked about vision boards in the past. Uh, increasing happiness levels shouldn't feel like work. And having this can-do mindset uh, will come in handy if you develop this. People who were told to listen to music and attempt to feel happier had, and this was, a, this was a, an article written in the Journal of, of Positive Psychology. It says, people who were told to listen to music and attempt to feel happier had a greater boost in happiness over a two-week period than those instructed only to relax as they listen to the same upbeat tunes. It comes down to motivation. You can transform into... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. More of a glass half full type of a person. While researchers believe that genetics are behind about 50%, we talked about this earlier on the show, um, of the variations in the levels of happiness among you and your neighbors and life circumstances account for maybe only about 10%, you're really in charge of the rest. So a lot uh, according to Sonia, uh, I can't even pronounce his last name, Leibomarisky, a professor of psychology at University of California in Riverside. She says, a lot of people think you can't control happiness. You either have it or you don't, which is totally not true. It's like controlling your health. First, you need to believe you can and do it before you take those first steps. So make happiness your goal. You know, write happy thoughts all over your house. Put it on your vision board. And just tell yourself every single morning, take a deep breath, close your eyes, and say, I will be happy today. And it's funny. It, it works, right? It, science is, psychologists are, are showing that this works. Science is proving this to us. Uh, another tip, know what makes you happy. Know what makes you happy. Uh, and this, is, this particular tip comes out of a book on happiness. And it reads... When was the last time you mulled over what truly brings you pleasure? A key to steering your own thoughts of happiness is reflecting on things that make you come alive. This is written by uh, Dr. Fredrickson. He says, perhaps it's been a long time since you've done something or some of the things that make you happy. Maybe they've fallen off your radar. He says, make a list. Think back to what gave you joy in your younger years. You know, what did you do when you were a kid? What made you happy? Psychiatrist Stuart Brown, founder of National Institute for Play in Carmel Valley, California, and author of Play, maybe, he says, maybe you're not jamming on the guitar in your bedroom anymore, but you can recall that carefree state in which the outcome wasn't as important as what you were experiencing at that time while you were doing it. So you want to figure that out. Their thought process is figure out what made you happy. Um, Did playing in the dirt make you happy? This is one of my steps in my Change Your Mind program. This is one of the habits that I teach people is to actually go out and get your feet and your hands in the dirt. Uh, There is a bacterium that is in the dirt that they have discovered. Now, this is healthy dirt. I'm not talking about, you know, dirt that you buy at at Home Depot. (laughs) I'm talking about good old-fashioned dirt in your yard. 
you know, they found that there's a bacterium that exists in that, and that absorbs in through your skin. And it actually induces your brain to create endorphins. It actually does it. Isn't that amazing? So literally going out and playing in the dirt. How long has it been since you've done that? How long has it been since you've done that? That, that actually incorporates two of the steps that we've talked about, being in nature and, you know, then being in the dirt. So great, great thing to, to do, actually. Remember things that made you happy and go back and do them. You don't even have to do them again. You can actually just meditate on them. Psychologists or uh, neuroscientists have found through scanning the brain that when you are recalling a good time, and this is another one of my one of my, um, habits for a healthier, happier mindset in life. When you are recalling a good time, your brain, the chemistry in your brain and the areas of your brain that light up are very similar, if not in some cases exactly the same as when the initial event happened. So remembering the birth of your first child, remembering how you felt on your wedding day, if you, you know, if the wedding day went off without, you know, without any glitches and it was a good thing, or remembering those really happy times, those things that you did that just, just made you smile, made you laugh, made you happy, made you feel good. Neuroscientists show that the brain scans the same when you are calling them or almost the same when you are recalling them as when they actually take place in your life. So that's a powerful tool right there, right there. And this is a powerful tool that you can engage in, especially if happiness does not necessarily always come really naturally to you, right? It is an amazing tool to be able to use. So just recalling the good times. You don't have to actually repeat them. Just recalling them is going to create, a, you know, that same brain chemistry into what it is that, that originally happened. Okay, another, another tip. Prioritize your life. Prioritize being happy. Make it be something that's just as important as achieving success. Uh, another quote from another writing. It says, um, Sigh if this sounds familiar. You make a major effort to avoid future stress. Say, staying up late to finish laundry so tomorrow you'll have a better day. Only to just suck your evening dry of all fun. Happiness researcher Robert Biswastener, <laughs> the founder and managing director of the consulting firm Positive Acorn in Milwaukee, knows, <clears throat> knows this treadmill effect well. He delivers a lecture regularly at the Portland State University. Oh, this is Milwaukee, uh, Oregon, by the way. Um, he delivers a, state, a lecture regularly at Portland State University. And he says, this is a quote, I give the students an hour off and then tell them to do anything they want that's legal <laughs> that will make them happy. Some have a hard time with it. They even do homework. What they said is, I'd be stressed if I didn't get that task done. People think that working, and that's the end of the quote, people think that working towards less stress will make them happier. And that's, a, that's really a minor form of insanity. In the get stuff done world, it's hard to avoid our, in, our efficiency instinct. The answer then is to focus on enjoyable stuff along with the must-dos. Don't fit joyful activity into your days. Fit your days around the joyful activities. Uh, this, I can't pronounce his last name, Biswas Diner, uh, the, this gentleman uh, who is the founder of the Positive Acorn. He says, do you ever hear devoted church attendees say, can we reschedule church because something came up? You need to have church, that, that church mentality about whatever it is that gives you pleasure. If you say that your weeks are full, then find the next blank spot in your calendar and protect that as sacred time from people who need your time, like family, else adds productivity consultant, Julie Morganson, the author of Time Management from the Inside Out. Announce to everyone that it's your time to recharge your batteries. Just make it important. Make it a priority. Make being happy, doing something that's going to make you happy, make that a priority. Okay, one more. One more, and then we're going to close up, and that is savor the small things. The act of savoring, 
savoring mining pleasant moments from their joy is proven to increase happiness. In one study published in the Journal of Positive Psychology, 101 men and women kept diaries for a month, recording positive activities they participated in and how much they did or didn't savor them. Those who tended to enjoy a good thing and share the delight with others maintained high levels of happiness and no matter what the day brought, whereas non-appreciators, so those who did not savor those moments, needed positive events to get into a good mood. Savoring then is a no-brainer. Just tune into your senses. So this goes along with that mindful meditation that I talked about earlier. It says, um, tune into your senses. Inhale that Pinot Grigio. Feel the soft rug under your bare feet. And this is a quote by Levin Mursky, who is the psychologist um, that did a study on, on uh, happiness. He said, I leave a little time in the morning to savor my showers. I go out of my way to buy gels with the best sense. You can even find ways to relish tasks. Try running YouTube as you delete your junk mail. I love that. I love that. One of the things that I tell people, we talked about laughter at the very top of the show. And uh, I tell people, always have your favorite YouTube channels ready to go at a moment's notice. You know, you just click that button and play that funny thing. So uh, something else that I do is when I'm doing tasks around the house or I'm, I'm working in the office, a lot of times I'll play Disney. I'll, I'll play my Disney radio on Pandora, which has all the fun Disney songs. And it just gives me that pump. It just gives me that happiness. So it gives you the, the I, I like those points, but savor those moments when you are having them, because the more you savor them, the more details you're going to remember about them which goes to my previous point about being able to go back and remember them. So the more rich those details are, the more rich those memories are, the easier it's going to be for you to recall them and the richer the recall is going to be. All right. So those are, we could go on forever and ever and ever. I can't even begin. I I didn't even get to like four or five studies that I wanted to get to. There's just no way there's so much information. So obviously this happiness topic is going to be a topic that I will, you know, come back to from time to time. And share with my listeners, incredibly important, incredibly important. If we had a happier world, we'd, boy, wouldn't that be a great place if everybody was a whole lot happier. If everybody smiled at everybody, just smile. Just walk down the street and smile at people. Engage those mirror neurons. All right. Okay, we're going to wrap up the show for this morning. Thank you for tying in with me. I am so blessed that you took the time to spend with me. I know that time is valuable. And for you to cut out that time to listen to the Brain Lady Speaks radio show and gain some information on the science behind the psychology. And in this case of happiness, I appreciate that very much. And I value you as my listeners. I value you and I want you to reach out to me. I want you to find me on, go to Purple Brain Lady on Facebook. Even though I've been so busy, I haven't been very active on there lately. Uh, But follow me on there. I post some really cool things on that. I also have my Your Best Mind Online uh, page on Facebook. And that has a lot of information, a lot of the scientific studies and whatnot I'll share on there too. Also some fun brain games. So reach out and connect with me on social media. I am Purple Brain Lady or Your Best Mind Online on Facebook. I am at Brain Lady on Twitter. I have a, a business plan to be more active on there in the future. So lots of fun stuff there. Download the Your Best Mind app. Download it from your iTunes store or your, your um, Play Store on your Androids. It's fun. I just I send out Positive Thought Monday quotes. I send out Fun Fact Friday quotes, just light, light stuff, nothing heavy. So download that app. There's also fun quizzes and whatnot. So it's your best mind. Just pop in your best mind in your app store and you'll find me. Uh, also, send me, shoot me an email. If you have questions about the uh, – the certification program that I'm running or the change your mind program that I run or anything else that I talk about on the show, or maybe you have someone that you think would be a great guest on the show. Uh, Read out to me, shoot me an email at info info at brainladyspeaker.com or uh, yourbestmindonline.com. And that is it for us this week. Until next week, please be happy, smile a lot, and just simply enjoy every moment.
Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Brain Lady Speaks with Julie Anderson. Julie Brain Lady Anderson is considered to be one of the nation's top experts on the brain personality connection. She has been inspiring her audiences to fire up their brains and ignite positive changes in their relationships. And now, every week, she is here to bring that change to you. Julie often tells people that their greatest asset is not their stock portfolio, not their real estate holdings, or even their retirement account. No, it's what you were naturally born with, your brain. When you learn to tap into the potential of your natural gifts and the power of the brain-mind connection, the sky is never the limit. As a matter of fact, there is no limit. Be sure to tune in to The Brain Lady Speaks with Julie Anderson next week and every week, 12 p.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. See you next time, everybody. This is the EWN Radio Network.